until you get it in your head that that doesn't have shit to do with you, the world needs you. Leave it, please. They have the same opportunity as you did to change your life. Everybody has the same opportunity to make different choices. It is not your job to save people. You're listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast. If you're looking for easy listening, you're in the wrong place. But you want to put in the work to change your life for the better, laugh a little bit, and learn a lot about yourself. Get ready. This ain't no basic podcast. Here she is to give you all the tools you need to feel empowered, sexy, healthy, and informed. This is Casey Ship. As you level up and as you, you evolve spiritually, you're going to break away from certain friends, certain family members. I went through this too. I went through this with my family. Growth, that's where it happens. You know, and I, I will never forget reading that book of Grant Cardone. I think it's the 10X rule. I think it's the 10X rule where he talks about, man, you got to move. If you still live in the two mile radius of the same titty you sucked as a baby, you're not growing. And at first I'm like, fuck, man. You know, I didn't get triggered. So when people get triggered about that, I'm like, dear God, you've got a ways to go. But it's true. I grew up on a compound. Like you could walk to my uncle's house, my cousin's house, my grandmother's house, like skip the same thing. He grew up walking to his grandma's house. And you just, there's a certain level of growth that just doesn't happen when you stay stay around that eventually maybe you can move now I also say move but you can move energetically now I'm going to talk about that and I'm going to talk about the guilt that comes with it so those of you that weren't on the coaching call where I talked about me having the hard conversation with my dad it was kind of like she talks to her mom and she used to look forward to talking to her mom because you know it was fun same thing with me and my dad like it was it felt good talking to him but did I didn't realize what was actually going on. So my dad, it was the same thing. It was like, it was fun talking to him. It was part of life. And I enjoyed, you know, I enjoyed it. I had these reasons why, but really what was happening is I was a source for his happiness. And that's what I felt. I, that's how, you know, as a child, that's what a lot of us do, especially as an empathic child. We are there. We, we take care of our parents emotionally. And I say this all the time. My children, I never want them to feel like just because it's Mother's Day, just because it's Easter, that they have to fucking call me or come around me. Like, I don't want that. I don't want you to, if any of my friends, like, do not come over here because you feel obligated because it's my birthday. Like, I want people to be around me where I'm celebrated and they want to be around. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's, and they don't want anything from me. We just fucking... We like vibing together, you know? That's how it should be. And I would just, I would be so upset if my kid, I'd feel so bad if my kids thought they had to call me every day or they had to, well, mama's, you know, mama gets upset if we don't talk to her every, like that's so fucked up. That's so toxic. That's what you're feeling. You know, guilt and shame are different. Guilt is really pointless emotion because we are feeling responsible for somebody else's shit. And, and so when guilt comes up, what I personally do, I go, oh, okay, this is guilt. So fuck that. Um, cause I'm emotionally addicted to feeling bad. So I'm like, fuck that. 
what was I doing before this? If I didn't have guilt and they were truly responsible for their own happiness and it, was, it wasn't a thing, how would I feel? And you know, this goes back to that book, The Art of Extreme Self-Care and how she talks a little bit about this, but ultimately that's how I personally deal with guilt. It robs your self-worth and your self-esteem and it keeps you down. So if you're not hitting your goals, whether it's with fitness, weight loss, money, it's because you're dealing with your fucking mom, your dad, and your kids, and then and, and your family, you know? So you have to pull the plug. You are not responsible for their happiness, their emotional state, even their health, yes. People that say, oh, I just take care of my mom and all that, and you know, you see it as a good thing because your sister's not gonna do it. First of all, I, I used to see that and bitch about siblings that didn't do that but now I realize after what the healing work that I've done what would you do personally me I know what I would do I am doing what I do right now to provide a lifestyle to where when I get older I can have home health nurses if I start shitting on myself I can go to the nursing home um, if I get to a point where I can't get myself to the fucking doctor I can hire somebody to get me there that's not my child's responsibility to take care of me and keep me up and make sure I'm, you know, doing whatever. I, that's not my child's job. It's not your job to take care of your parents. Nobody gets awards for being the martyr and doing, taking care of everybody else. You, you don't even have your shit together yourself. So a lot of people go really, really wrong. Oh, well, we're family. Let me tell you something. When you grow up with a family like mine, just talk to my cousins. You know, I, I was talking to one of my cousins, not even by blood. Y'all, this is some Jerry Springer shit. Hold on, I gotta go on South Bradenton. Her fucking birth mother was married to her, a, a guy. They had a kid together for years. I bet they were married eight years. Turns out her mom was fucking him. Guess what? Her mom's living with him now. Yeah, her mother. And other shit has gone down. And I was talking to her. She goes, you know what, Casey? Blood, it doesn't mean shit. Blood doesn't mean shit. And I said, you know, you got that right, man. Because, cause like, her and another cousin of mine that were not even blood related, I'm closer to them on a soul level. And they, going looking back, I always felt inspired around them. I loved them and we still talk and everything. And my blood cousins, it's different. We don't, it's, it's a different energy. So yeah, blood doesn't mean shit to me. And sometimes having that train of thought really keeps you down. It really keeps you not winning in life. And that's why a lot of people that you see that are successful, they don't, they're not up their parents' ass every weekend. They're not up their parents' ass or their grandparents' ass. You know, Skip lost both his parents, but man, it when you process the loss and the grief and you deal with the, this shit that we're dealing with now, there's this new level of freedom. When I had to grieve my mom, that was one thing, but grieving my dad was a different, that was, that was like more all at once because so many things come, come to play. But the bottom line is how to deal with the guilt is if your mom, your sister, whoever's calling and it's not adding to your life, it's really not. If you need to talk to your mommy or your daddy or your grandma or whoever every day or three times a week to feel happy, then you got some work to do yourself. You know, you're still looking for outside validation to feel good and that's, that's not a vibe. So you're, on, you're responsible for your own happiness, just like they're responsible for their own happiness. Get out of the toxic family enmeshment, you know, and you get back to what biblical says, honor thy mother and father. I don't even want to hear that because our mothers and fathers, now, you know, we're not blaming anybody, but that's the reason that we're the way we are. It's, 
you know, you're not going to grow being around them and trying to fix everybody around you. It's just, it, I'm telling you, if you want to go fast, you're going to move energetically. If you can't pick up and move your family hours away, energetically, you have to move. You have to act like they're dead. Now, here comes the boundaries. Here's what you can say to your mom and dad. This is what I said to my dad. Now, I was so fucking scared because A, my dad's, you know, is the authority. He's authoritarian. My dad growing up was, I don't care what you're fucking doing right now. I don't care if you're talking to Jesus and he's in your room. When I say, come here, you come here. Now, if y'all have read any of Alice Miller's books, she don't play. She tells you exactly what the fuck that means. All that means is the authoritarian parent has deep, deep wounds of feeling like when they can do that to a child, they feel fulfilled. They feel very important. They're doing it for them. They're not doing it for you. They don't see you as your own person. They see you as your, you're their child. You're going to do what the fuck they say. But that's why I love Alice Miller. She don't give a fuck. She tells you the truth. And if you're ready for it, you are going to hear it. But I got on the phone with him and man, I was so scared. Y'all, I told you about this on the coaching call. I think I was talking to Paula about it. My dad and I, like he was the last thing. He was the last, even though he was the enabler and he is the enabler and he's he was the guy that did not protect me from my mother and my whatever else, even though he's Mr. Billy Badass and Mr. Strong Guy. I was so fucking scared to talk to him on the phone because I was going to tell him what I'm about to tell you to tell your peeps. I was like, man, I can't do this. I got to get skipped to be in here with me. I got to get skipped because y'all, my heart chakra, you can ask Sarah. She's worked on me. You can ask Skip watching my body language. When my dad, his energy field, I'm shocked he's not calling right now because we're talking. The energy... When, his, when he would call me, subconsciously, I would close my heart chakra, right? His energy was that, um, like, like it could penetrate me, like with little pins being thrown, little darts being thrown slowly at my aura and energy. Now, going back, I used to think like, well, it's fun, I enjoy talking to him, da 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 da, -da. until I leveled up a little bit more spiritually and was like, oh shit, I see now that it's a da 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 da, da right? So I, I did. I was like, fuck it. This resistance, this fear, is it means I need to pick up the phone. So I did. Did my prayers, you know, just centered myself. And I told him, and I said, you know, here's the thing. I'm growing my business. I'm doing my life. And I, and I don't know how you're going to take this. You guys are probably all going to get off the phone just like you do and talk about everybody. Um, you're going to talk about what a bitch I am and how I moved and think I'm better than everybody. I'm, I'm sure y'all are going to talk about me and that's fine. He didn't say anything. I said, but I just, I want to tell you instead of just, you know, avoiding the phone, avoiding the phone call. But the positive side is I am very focused right now in my life. The kids are doing great, growing my business. Like I'm really focused and it feels wonderful. To be honest, I don't talk to a lot of people, right? I said, but if I don't answer your phone, it's because A, I realize that talking to you, I'm not responsible for your happiness. I know it makes you happy when you talk to me, but that's that's where I need to draw the line emotionally because I realized that I wasn't feeling, I wasn't receiving, you know, X, Y, Z, whatever. But I just pretty much said, it's not a good thing that you depend on our phone calls to feel good about you as a father. You know, I said, you're responsible for your happiness and how you feel, but you can go to sleep tonight knowing you did a great job and I'm, I'm successful. Like, I think that you would, you be proud because the way we're living right now, like nobody in our family's done that. So you did a good job. Okay. I'd let him know he's a, he did a good job as a dad. 
even though my family's jealous, they got these little things, you know, whatever. Nobody, you know, your fa it's a weird pill to swallow when your kids do better than you, right? It's weird. Not for me personally, it's going to be like, motherfuck, yeah, why didn't I, I wish I could have done that shit when I was fucking 15 or whatever. But it's a different energy. Anyway, I just told him that straight out. And I said, he, you know, I kind of would like it to be, you know, holidays, maybe birthdays. If we want to come up, we come up. But yeah, I just, I don't want to talk on the phone, you know, it just uh, phone calls aren't going to be a thing right now. That's just kind of what I said. Phone calls aren't going to be a thing right now. That's pretty much it. And so whatever you take from this, whether you get angry, mad, upset, whatever, I can't, I'm not responsible for that. I, I can't control your, how you feel. Okay. So there's that. And he just kind of acted a certain way, a certain way. And then I didn't hear from him. Um, and I called him on his birthday, sent him a gift, sent him a gift because it felt good. Not because I felt obligated because Christmas time, I didn't send any gifts because I felt obligated in Christmas. So little bitty steps, little bitty steps. And I felt so much better after that. And I had to do more energy work around it because it was so hard to say all of what I said to him. Like my throat chakra, holy fuck. It was so scared, scary, y'all. Like this is your parents for God's sake. Like we are still that little kid that we look up to our parents. We don't want to get in trouble. We want to be a good girl and we're scared to get in trouble. Like I was even scared of when he wasn't, when I wasn't answering the phone and I live eight hours away, seven hours away. I was scared that he was going to drive down like he used to do in high school where he would like embarrass me if I wouldn't answer the phone or I didn't even answer that. I didn't do that shit because I was so scared. But I was terrified of my dad. Terra-fucking-fight of my father. And I would go through these things like crying at night thinking, Skip, what if he drives down here? And he's like, Casey, he's not. Like, psychically, he's not. And I'm like, fuck, man. I'm trauma traumatized right now. So I understand the fear you have. When it comes to not wanting to tell your parents, like, hey, can't talk, or your sister, hey, can't talk, you gotta do it though. You gotta do it. You gotta do it. Do the hard shit, man. This is when I say, are you willing to do the hard work? When we talk on the hot mom's call to get you in here, are you willing to do the work? You're like, oh yeah, I'm so ready. Well, this is it. This is it. This is what makes fucking winners. This is what makes really successful people. We're willing to do the shit that nobody else is willing to do. And it's not waking up at 5 a.m. or fucking not eating cake. It is telling your mother or father or your sister or your brother, hey, I can't take mom to the doctor. Matter of fact, don't even call me anymore. Y'all take it and do your fucking drama yourself. Holidays roll by, Easter, fucking Christmas. I don't give a fuck what it is. Mother's Day, don't go. You're the mother now. Build your own life. That's what a good parent wants. That's what a good parent wants. I want my kids to go build their own life. If you're a good parent and you've done the emotional work, they're gonna wanna be around you. They're, wanna gonna, they're, they're, they're gonna wanna do the right thing. And if they don't, then that's something you gotta fucking deal with. Does it make sense? So take the guilt, throw it in the ocean, get back to what you were doing, step back in your power, stop giving them your power. You're not responsible for their happiness. You're not responsible for their health. You're not responsible for their money. You have to tell them that. If not, you are the fucking enabler. You're as bad as they are. You're giving them the crack cocaine. You're giving them the money to go buy the pills. Stop. Stop being a source of, of, of their sh what they're coming to you for because you need to use that energy to get where you're going to go. Does that make sense? Okay, now I'm going to read um, the comments while I drive over the Skyway Bridge to keep my mind off of it because I'm terrified of the Skyway Bridge. 
it's really fucking high. Alright, oh my gosh, we live on a compound also. It's hard to get the idea of moving away um, to be okay with family. They just don't seem to understand. They don't have to understand. They don't, ha they don't need to understand. That's the thing. To think that we need to make them understand. Because look, I'm the first one to say, hey, oh my God, let me send you these books. Go to my same therapist. Go to the person I'm going to. They're not, they don't have it. They're not going to get it. And you spending energy and time thinking that, well, God, you know, put this on my I'm going to tell them. Until you get it in your head that that doesn't have shit to do with you. The world needs you. Leave it, please. They have the same opportunity as you did to change your life. Everybody has the same opportunity to make different choices. It is not your job to save people. Yeah. She said, good Lord, you're talking to me right now. This message was meant for me. Well, you know, it's my story. I grew up on the con. I, you have, I don't, I still don't think people understand the way I grew up. Um, so as you have these things, you know, thank God you brought it up because this is a big issue. That's how you deal with the guilt. Does that, does that help? It's going to be hard. It's not going to be easy. You're going to have to do a lot of energy work around it. And you're going to constantly have to write, sending energy back. They're going to squall. They're going to scream. They're going to call you fucking names. My family thinks that Skip uh, manipulated me to do what I did. They think he's the reason that I, that I that he took me away from them. And I will say this. You know what? Pulling away from Ed has opened me up to fully embrace Skip as a husband. Because I didn't realize that my dad's energy was taking up so much space. And so when I see these girls that are up their dad's ass and they're married, I'm like, you're not, you're not a wife. You're a little girl playing house. Because daddy still means everything to you. You're still trying to do everything for daddy. Because, you know. But yeah, you're still trying to do everything for mommy and daddy deep down subconsciously. Because if they were to die, which they are. Just like your children, stay-at-home moms, all these people that live for their kids, your kids are going to leave unless you want to be like the type of parent that causes your kids to hold back in life and contract because you can't wipe your own ass emotionally. Go get a hobby. Go get a dog. Go do something. Find ways to make yourself feel better instead of subconsciously making your kids feel like they, they're responsible for your ass. But yeah, you show me somebody that's still up their parents' ass, and I'll show you somebody that's just retarded their growth. I wish somebody a long time ago would have told me, had the balls to fucking tell me, and look me in the eye when they're doing all this fucking healing work, and go, Casey, I know you love your fam, and you want this image with your grandkids. I know you want your, your kids to have grandparents, but Casey, the quicker you can get away from them and process the loss of them physically, the better you're going to be. That void of you thinking, and I've gone over this before, but I want my kids to have grandparents. Oh, really? The same grandparents that were trying to do so much healing work on your ass for? Because let me tell you how God works. Let me tell you how universe works. When you clear out the bullshit, y'all know this. What happens when you say no to something? I'll tell you what happens. Two things, three things come in that's way better, right? So when you close the door energetically for the bullshit that your family's causing or that this image that you have in your mind of wanting to move closer to your family so that your kids can have grandparents or aunts and uncles or cousins... When you energetically become a match for the, the life that you really want, God's going to bring you somebody that fills that space. Example, we moved to Florida. We didn't know anybody. We didn't know anybody. We had to get on care.com just to find fucking nannies. But the people skills and just being who we are, we found phenomenal human beings because we were a vibrational match for certain a certain type of energy. 
and we found people that filled the void of my my of their uncle so my brother's 10 years younger than me he's 20 how old am i he'll be 25 yeah 24 25 we found a family a couple families that have the same aged boys and man i'm telling you what these kids they're collegiate athletes got a good head on their shoulders um you know, I'm just, I'm proud of them for who they are. And they show my boys love like an uncle would. And I, I mean, I, I, I love them like an, an uncle family-ish thing. Janice, our nanny's coming down to Orlando's so where we're going up to meet them this week because she's not family either. Hell, her skin's not the same color as mine, okay? Obviously, we're not related. But I'm going to go on a trip two hours and book a thing to go see her because I fucking love her, man. I love her. I've got a spot for her vibrationally, energetically as a as like a an auntie or a sister or something like that you know what i mean and and it's way easier this way way easier way easier the grandparent role we've met so many people obviously in sarasota the retirees you know people with money come down or they retire here in sarasota we found um rob and sarah you know the new yorker people they show my kids love they get them gifts they they don't get to see their grandkids because their their kids live one's in australia one's in Midwest so they treat little kids you know they get they just they treat them like they would their grands and my kids get the feeling of that because it's not you know the way I grew up of being pawned off to my my grandmothers because my mom couldn't watch me and depended on her her, her parents and all to watch me because she didn't have child care you know that's that's all that's not cool like I'm not I'm not doing what I do right now for my kids to have babies and then I'm the nanny I've got a life to live. I'm going to watch my grands, okay? But I'm also, if my grands need that much help, I'm going to get a fucking nanny to help me so that, you know, I can do what I need to do and my grands get what they need. Because a grandmother's more than a babysitter. Do you see what I'm saying? It's crazy, right? So, yeah, if you really want to grow fast, move away from your, from your adult kids and your parents energetically. Act like... Like you need to process the grief and the loss of a parent, sibling, um, aunt, uncle, whatever it is that you're, you know, that's causing this energetic drain. Process the loss of that, and then when the scab grows over it, now you can recreate what you actually want. You call the shots. How do you want it to be? Do you want to talk to them once a year, twice a year? How do you want it to be? Just like your life. How much money do you want? Why do you want it? What do you want your body to look like? Okay, how's it gonna feel? Like cool you do that with the relationships in your life as well stevie said this hit home definitely got some energy work to do hell yeah high five don't we all but i would give anything if somebody would have told me that a long time ago and i promise y'all promise like everything else i've told you the hard stuff i promise is worth it the radical freedom a life you're like oh my god i'm so taken care of yeah yeah totally and you know what if your parents are decent, like if they're emotionally, spiritually a little bit more mature than mine and not as toxic, they're going to be like, oh, you're right. And they're actually going to like it. They're actually going to be like, oh, fuck all this time. I thought, I thought my daughter needed me. Thank God. And now you're freeing your parents up. You know, look at it that way. Free them up. Release them. Set them free. Set them free. Okay. If you, if you have a need to be needed, now that's a problem. Now we got that codependent bullshit. You, you're the source of what you seek outside of yourself. We just got to clear out the bullshit so that you can feel that and understand that. 
So yeah, you could look at this both ways because not all parents are like mine. You look at it as freeing them up, okay? Um, if anything, literally. They have the same choices as you do to get right. What does letting go look like? They're responsible for their own shit, but you can't just ghost them. You have to emotionally be mature to say, hey, mom, or hey, cousin Rita, or whoever it is, and you need to tell them, hey, and there's no need to attack. No need to attack. Just say, hey, here's what's going on in my life spiritually. It has nothing to do with you. It's not your problem. Please don't feel responsible. But if, if I don't answer the phone, I'm just really focused right now, and I'm trying to do a lot of spiritual work on myself. Um, and if, you know, here's how I would like it to be. And if that's okay, if that's okay with you, great. If it's not, you know, I'm, I'm sorry for the way you feel, but I, there's nothing I can do about it. I've got so much on my own plate. I just, I don't have the space energetically to carry the burden of making sure that you're emotionally happy and in taking care of, you know, I hope you can understand that. Anybody that doesn't understand that should tell you a little something. My family certainly didn't handle it well, but whatever. You are talking right to me about always trying to please and help my daddy and mom. I'm the oldest of three kids, a whole lot, and it's horrible. If you're the oldest like I am, you feel responsible for everything. Holy shit, and your empath. Oh, my God, and you had Anna. I had an alcoholic as a, as a mom. Shit fire. Yeah, and she said, I help my mom on their, their farm or their house. It's too damn big. I feel guilty because they're in the early 60s. Once again, they're big boys, big girls. They can do it themselves. You know, Alicia, one of our students, she had massive success because when she first started, we went over a lot of shit. Well, I'm going out here. My mother-in-law is really, like, controlling, and she's like, I've got this plan for y'all. And she goes, Casey, I'm, like, hyperventilating because I, she didn't want to be, you know, the bearer of bad news, make her feel guilty. And we came up with some shit and did all this stuff, even with her mom. Her dad passed away, and her mom was left, like, stay-at-home mom, didn't know how to fend for herself. And Alicia felt responsible. Alicia's got two kids high-level job husband like oh and all this shit and boy when she released all this energetically and became like I'm not responsible for making my mother feel important she went shoot up you know but you maybe go read the 10x rule I think it's the 10x rule by Grant Cardone it should be in the book club I think that's where he talks about he moved he was in California he moved to Miami and he talks about dude if you're still and he lost his dad at a young age but mom just passed away but he was like dude you can't care about what mom says and what dad says man you can't do it honestly the worst thing that's going to happen is you're just going to feel you maybe get triggered and the trigger usually is how you felt growing up about that parent that should tell you a lot um and then just go back watch this video because you're going to hear more things you can use journaling prompts you can write it out and then just think of what you what it is that you do want but energetically you're going to have to move okay move move to if you were to move to cross the country to your dream place right you can't make it. You can't make it on those holidays. Your life will drastically improve. Your mental health will improve. Cut the cords. Cut the energetic cords. Cut the cords. Send it back. They're responsible for their own shit. You're not responsible for theirs, anybody else's, but your own. Got it? And then we'll just carry on. All I gotta do is go. Get, get, stay up by my bed. Uh -huh. Fall till I fall. Say what? Gloss until I finish. I dig go. Yeah. Get, get. Thanks for listening to the Hot Moms Lifestyle Podcast with Casey Ship. Be sure to follow us at Casey Ship on Instagram or subscribe to Casey Ship on YouTube. Till next time.